so tired I can't do a proper intro. Would that be the official welcome to episode 82 of the Motorific Podcast? Yes, I'm too tired to say hello. We're going to just figure things out as we go here, because we didn't really have a plan. The plan is there is no plan. There's a, a fun trip that Joanne went on. Which was no plan. Didn't really exactly. Have a, didn't really and that's always good. Yeah, I I think that was good. Like We ended up finding really fun roads. Now I really want to go back up there. We went, we decided just to go toward New York. That was not New York City, but to go to the border. And there's a, there's a route called Route 97 that everybody here gets all excited about, which I'm, which is great. It is nice. It was very pretty. It's very scenic. It's, um, yeah, it was very lovely, you know. Um, it's called Hawk's Nest. Let me see if I can actually... Hawk's Nest? Hawk. Hawk's Nest. Yeah. Let me see if I can actually share... I wonder if I can actually share this file with you. Um, we basically used a new app called InRoute. Route. InRoute. Route. And, um, I tried using it before, but they'd recently added the ability for you to import your own GPX files and, um, uh, create your own routes and then have your phone read it back to you. Cause my whole thing was, um, get, having my own route read back to me instead of having to write things down. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge thing. And so they'll let you do up to like 20, like 20 waypoints or something like that for free. That's and then cool. over that it's $3 a month or $30 for the year, which I think is worth it. So I went ahead and paid the $30 because I wanted to be able to put in a lot more points. So Evan actually used it too. He downloaded the app and then, um, yeah, we were able to put together a fun and route and then actually even doing it on, um, uh, the phone was really easy. It wasn't painful and it wasn't, um, annoying. Like it was pretty nice to you, like pretty friendly to use. And then we could share the file with each other. So you could just text it to each other like you would any file on your iPhone, right? You can forward your a file, you can forward a photo or, you know, you could text someone a photo and it was that simple. And then it also gave you a screenshot when you shared it with someone, it would tell you, they'd give you a screenshot of the route and then, um, like a little summary of it, which was pretty cool. Let me see if I can forward this to you actually. Um, does it actually let me do that? I don't think so. So it was great because we, we just looked at the maps and then kind of decided, okay, well, we'll kind of go this way and then just see what is there. So I threw together a route just looking at the, the map on my computer. And then um, we followed most of it, but not all of it, because I had a pretty ambitious, um, ambitious route plan to go up and then basically directly north of Philadelphia. If you just go north like two hours, that's pretty much where we went. And then my what I wanted to do was to go um, west east of there, actually, into the mountains more. But, you know, we were doing this on a leisurely pace. We weren't like trying to do a thousand miles or, you know, anything like that. It was just like, 
go up there and try a couple new roads we've never been on and then, you know, see see how it feels or see if we see anything exciting, you know, and just kind of play it by ear for the most part. So, so did you book in advance or did you no. just show up and find a place? No, no. I mean, we just actually kind of like vacation. We just, um, toward the middle of the day, like four o'clock, we're like, okay, where are we now? And how much further do we want to go? And then mm -hmm. where do we do? How far do we want to go? And where do we want to stay? So we just like, you know, I think in the middle of the day, we had a coffee break and we just pulled over, whip your phone out, poke around on Google Maps or, you know. And a girl. And just find a place because it wasn't like, it's not like it's crazy busy. I mean, right now. So finding a room was not a problem. And um, yeah, no, it worked out fine because we didn't really, we didn't want to be like, oh, we have to get to this location at this time or else because I didn't want to be tied we wanted to have the flexibility, you know, like, well, maybe we'll only go an hour instead of two hours or whatever, mm -hmm. just whatever we felt like, because it just sucks to have to like, you have to get there at a certain time. And then you're rushing through what might be a really great road to get to somewhere you don't really have to be. So we just whipped out the phones and called. And then I, when I called this Best Western, she's like, I've got plenty of rooms. Just show up when you show up. Great. Nice. See, now you know why I like to travel alone. <laughs> well, That's I mean, the plan all the time. Which is fine. I'm totally okay. And he's, you know, we're both okay with that. So it, it worked out really, really well. We're both just like, whatever. And I, I like it. I, I think I'm totally fine to travel that way. I don't have to have a secure plan. But what I like to do is have some sense of a route. So I'll just make something. I'll make a route of some sort. But I'm totally okay if we don't stick to it 100%. Like, I'm not that kind of person. Mm -hmm. Like, it'd be fun if we could stick to it. But it was more like a guideline. Let's start it. Let's just try this route. Go this direction. See where we're at at lunch. And then keep going on it if we feel like it. But then, we, you know, if not, then maybe we do something different. So it was just totally like... Because I don't... What I don't want to do is just have no map. Because here... You could go and you could ride in circles and end up in the same place. And um, there's also a lot of r uh, routes here that go through commercial where you'll be going through ta like major, you know what I mean? Too many stoplights, too many commercial shopping malls. Like I want to avoid that too. So I'd like to have some kind of route and then from there just either wing it or follow it loosely just to have some kind of guideline, you know, like something, but I don't, it was not a big deal since we didn't, even, we didn't even finish it, you know, we just like veered off and did different things, but it was nice, found some really fun stuff coming back, so we basically were riding through New York, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey the whole time, because they all, you know, they all kind of fall into each other, so you'll be in New Jersey for like a minute, and then you'll be in Pennsylvania and back in New York, or or something like that because all the states converge right up here so we went to this really fun restaurant called the maple inn and that was in two it was technically on the border of new york and new jersey so one half of the dining room was in new jersey and then the other half of the dining room the bar was in new york or pennsylvania so we were on like one side and but you could walk across and be in the other state it was very funny so yeah it was um just really different from what I'm used to that's for sure but it was really fun had a really good time we did like 
500 miles or something like that. I got some fun photos. So we'll post a couple of those. So yeah, that was definitely a little different trip than I'm used to doing. But it was so much fun because we didn't really plan it, plan it. I just asked him last week, like, hey, let's go riding on Sunday overnight. He's like, okay. Like, great. <laughs> let's go. That's pretty much how it went. It was really, really fun. So I don't know. Maybe next week I'll go again. Because someone... <coughs> oh, sorry. That was a good noise. Sorry. Cut that out too. No. Because someone is out of town for 10 days. So maybe, Are you talking about Evan? Yeah. So I will be going... Maybe I'll go somewhere by myself. I don't know. <coughs> why am I sneezing now in my closet? I don't... Don't ask me. I don't know. It's really making this suck. Um, but I want to send you a copy of this route that I... Uh, I did. It was really cool. So the app is called In Route. Route. <laughs> In Route. And then there's multiple upgrades. There's like a pro. There's the one I paid for, which is like the $30 a year one. Um, but uh, it's great. I highly recommend it. So if you have an iPhone, you're really going to love this because I think I will be using this exclusively and dump the Garmin as soon as I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm gonna keep it for a little while, but I didn't, use, I brought it with me to have it, because I have the mount for it on the bike, but um, I did not use it. I really didn't use it. Like I just, I had the Garmin there to see the map, kind of, because you can just have the map on and then it'll show you where you are, just for reference, but I never, never really used it because Trying to make a route on a Garmin manually is no is nothing like using your iPhone, and the um, the ability to build a route on the fly on the phone is it's so much better. It's not perfect, but it's way better, and it's certainly something I'm fully willing at this point to dump the Garmin for. But I'm gonna keep it for a little while and then keep using the in route, and then hopefully, cool. yeah, I'm hoping I can use it. Just gotta get a RAM mount for it so I can put my phone on the bike. But it was great. And of course my bike was great. It was really fun. Oh, and then the highlight of this trip was we pulled over on this little creek. So if you follow my Instagram feed, there's a photo. Um, we pulled over on this little bridge thing and that was over a creek and it was um, kind of almost getting to dusk. So we pull over, we park and someone's gloves who were really, really light and it was windy left them on the bike and then they blew over the bridge into the creek and so I looked down there and it's in a little marsh there's a little marsh so he had to hike down really quick and they luckily they didn't float away or sink but they were really wet um, that was as adventurous quote-unquote as it got very little dirt no mud no water crossings just well, I'm glad you told me what fell because I couldn't tell from the photo. <laughs> oh. I was like, well, he dropped something important. Gloves. Yep, his gloves. Because he doesn't have, we didn't, not like he has a backup pair, and that's not like we're someplace where you can just go get one. Like, you better get those gloves before they sink into the water because we don't have any other options here. But, um, we also ate a lot of really good food. Like, we. Yeah, really anything good. to note? Um, the Maple Inn. Was it Maple Inn? Maple Restaurant? That place was really good. It was really good home-style food. Um, 
like I said, it was half in New Jersey, half in New York, which I thought was really fun. Or half in New Jersey, half in Pennsylvania. I can't remember. We were in all three states the whole time. I cannot keep track. Really? Um, yeah, because like I said, it's where they all converge, right? Hmm. So if you look at the map and you look at the borders My of geography is all three. crap in uh, anywhere but the West Coast, so if you... <laughs> forgive me. Well, all the states converge here in multiple places. So if you look at the map and you look at New York this New York state, if you look at the left, basically the left side of New York, the left area, that left part of New York, um, it runs into New Jersey and Pennsylvania. And then um, where we were, because we were kind of riding all around up and down, we were just back and forth constantly. So yeah, like they said, that restaurant we were in was right on the border of both, like literally. So they the restaurant had two addresses. It had a New Jersey address, and then it had the New York address. And, um, but people were, it's pretty cool. It's like you could stand on the other side, or you could stand on the PA side. It was really fun. So yeah, that was probably, oh, someone's hungry. Is that my dog or your dog? Do you hear that? Yeah, I hear a dog bark, but I couldn't tell whether or not it was. I think that's you. Someone's hungry. Um, yeah, Benny doesn't, oh, he's not barking here. Yeah, yeah. it's not mine, though. No. <laughs> no. The neighborhood dog is hungry somewhere. Yeah, someone's, someone's got to go feed him. I am not volunteering. Hurry. All right. <laughs> so that's what I did. Um, yeah. The other thing I want to share is, I know we've talked about this before, but I really want to mention the sisters right again. Um, it is a cross-country trip from Brooklyn to San Francisco, but you do not have to join the entire ride. There are many ways and there are many points along the ride that there will be events. And they also have day rider options, so you could ride mm -hmm. for a day. You don't have to ride overnight. Like if you don't can't overnight or you just maybe you live nearby um, the cities that they'll be going through and you can sign up for a day. That's always an option, but if you go to uh, the website, just go to regis register and you'll see all the different options. Um, again, I am going to be doing New York through Pennsylvania, and then I'm going to do go back home at the end of Pennsylvania before they go to Ohio. So I will be there from Sunday to Thursday, and I'll be riding home Thursday morning. Actually, my husband will be there too, so if you, you can awesome. meet him too. So, I'll be doing that and there's actually some really fun developments like if you are a registered rider um, you have the opportunity to sign up for a demo ride with the BMW F700 GS so if you've never looked at a BMW you've never even thought about one you'll be able to see a few of them there'll be quite a few on the ride um, of course because it's sponsored by BMW but they're actually gonna have a demo one so there's um, information on the blog on the sisters MotorcycleRide.com website and then it'll tell you how you can sign up for that if you're a registered participant. So check that out. They also have a lot of new sponsors that have rolled on board like Olympia. Indian Motorcycle as well. Like Indian. In addition to BMW, um, Kuryakin. They're a huge aftermarket parts and accessories provider for many, many cruisers um, and some other bikes as well. Um, Street Masters is also going to be doing training for the ride on the West Coast side. On the east side, Ken Condon is doing training, street training as well. 
Um, Ooh, Walt and Nancy. Yep. And then um, Ken is writing in the zone. And then also, um, actually, this really cool little product called WeGo. Have you heard of that? What it's, is it? It's a, it's a portable jump starter that's like the size of a USB battery, but you can oh. jump start your bike with it. Yeah, yeah. It's really. I've had, I've had one of those larger for a car, and then just recently I got the motorcycle version. It's tiny, smaller. right? It's mm. like in your pocket. Just, um, mine is like a little bit bigger than an iPhone 5. Yeah, like that. Like yeah. that size. Um, really, really cool. So they, they're also a sponsor. Um, just a lot of sponsors are rolling on board to support the ride since it's a national event. There's also a party in uh, San Francisco. So if mm -hmm. you're a Bay Area person, there's the yeah, option I think to it, party. I'm still waiting on another trip that's giving me lots of grief. But um, <laughs> whether or not uh, that goes through will dictate whether I do more than a couple of days. So right now... I will catch the Carson City to San Francisco and the tail end. And uh, Cam Arnold and I were talking about riding up from L.A. together Yeah, and then, doing that. And then you can book a room, too. You can do a, exactly. a San Francisco hotel room as well as Carson City if you wanted to. But there's yeah, um, so, options So the plan both. is that for mm -hmm. right now. Cool. And I might expand depending upon whether or not the trip I'm currently on gets scrapped. You should uh, you should reach out to Lance and see if um, see if you could write something for Common Tread. I'm sure I could. I'm sure he'd be happy if I did. Um, I've been just busy trying to help promote or do some promoting for this ride. Um, pretty much all my free time, so I just don't have. Uh, right now, I'm not really doing much for myself or anyone else. Sure. So hopefully, after I, after this ride is over for me anyway, like. Hopefully I'll be have some more free time again, but it's, it's also why we haven't been recording very much because I'm spending a lot of my free time, um, you know, doing like website stuff and blogging and social media and just whatever. Oh, okay. I got I mad can at AT&T and canceled my internet service and still oh. haven't uh, interneted up at the house. So oh. I have stopped uploads. I think we're still about 20 shy of finishing all 82. They'll survive. When are you going to get internet? Are you gonna, what are you going to do, Comcast? Or hmm? so, uh, gonna... I don't know. Um, Time Warner Cable and AT&T, I think, are the only options out there. Oh, really? You don't have Comcast out there? Yeah. And I'm just kind of in a... And if I leave for a couple of weeks, then the last thing I want to do is try to cram my very little free time into meeting up with the Time Warner guy. So I'm just decided to give it a little wait. I'll be around, but hopefully, you know, we can yeah, get so back together. We'll keep our next recording ride. updated on the uh, Facebook page. So, if um, if we don't anticipate we will see you for a while, we will definitely keep you posted on our comings and goings. I think one of the main things we missed in the last few weeks was the new. Well, they did a Grom update. I believe. Yeah, some color color schemes change, I think. Right, and then isn't there something new from Cowie? What am I thinking of? Do we already talk about that? Well, they have their little Grom equivalent, but that's been that's out right. for a little while. That's true. That has been out for a little while. I think I'm just getting old. Oh, I did a... Well, I mean, I haven't seen it up yet, but we'll see. Um, 
I, I did some work with Cycle News, a comparison test between the XSR 900 and the Ducati Monster 821. So I will post a link to that when it becomes available on the internets. For Cycle News? Cycle News. Interesting. Expanding my horizons, yo. Revzilla, Cycle News. Former mag, uh, motorcycle ride than culture, motorcyclist. Who else have I ridden for? Yeah. The list goes on. I like to spread the love around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See, I'm just too lazy right now. Uh, at some point, get back into that. Um, I think maybe maybe the tentative goal by the end of 2016 is to add like three or four publications I have not previously written into my resume. I'm sure that'll be easy. I'm sure you um, have time. I am going to do some tweaks on the T100. My my girlfriend came out to visit, former uh, former interviewee Allison DeLapp. She was out for Overland Expo West for a little bit. So she stayed at the house. We grabbed some chow, went for a ride. I rode the, the XSR 900 and she rode my T100 after I dropped a brand new battery in it because I killed the last battery. Yeah, so we went for a, a quick food hop on the XSR 900 and the T100 Bonnie, and I had to bring her back to life because I killed the battery by not riding her for about two weeks. So Two weeks? <laughs> uh, I, I believe the battery was probably not one of the best, so I mm. uh, upgraded to the Varda battery that I have in the BMW because that bike I can leave unattended for three weeks at a time at the airport and yeah. still start her up with complete confidence. Yeah, it should be a good, I mean, you should be able to go like a month, I, I would think. Yeah, you I would mean... think. So, um, dropped a battery in and, and then Allison rode the T100, kind of liked it. Um, I will say that she's going to get new levers. I don't like the stock levers on that bike. Um, might might replace the clutch cable. There are some interesting things that are just kind of off on that bike. So another one of the things is looking into my suspension. It's some weird aftermarket suspension that I'm not a huge fan of. I have absolutely zero, hmm. zero sag when I sit on the bike. Yeah, that's no good. That's too stiff. And the front and rear tire are non-matchy-matchy. They're oh. a, a road and a dual sport combo. Oh, yeah. So once I kind of square away the levers and the tires and mm, then kind of go for a spin and then maybe we'll tweak with the suspension. We'll kind of go from there. I don't have any grandmaster plan, but my, my friend... Um, Don and I had dinner last night, and he has a couple triumphs, and he just turned his Bonneville into a scrambler. Nice. And showed me some of the initial photos, and it's a, a local a local builder, I can't remember the name at the moment, out of Downey, that general area of Los Angeles. It was actually quite cool. This guy's pretty inexpensive, so... 
I don't know, maybe there's something in the future custom-wise for uh, Creamsicle, but at the moment it's just some 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 bare-bones stuff. But um, she is going to need to get a new pair of booties and the levers before I go up for the sister's ride. So um, I will have to get moving on that. Probably get something a little more sporty that has more grip. Yeah, if you can, get some pilots. Because I don't, and pilot doesn't, I'm pretty sure pilot doesn't make it for that, for that bike. I oh, looked Michelin. up the specs. Oh. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Like you go to a you go to one of these sites that has you put in the tire, you know, ratio and numbers and yeah. Supposedly everything that you've put in like on Chaparral's website, supposedly everything you put in should spit out all the available tires and then I go to click over and the tires aren't there and I'm like, "Seriously? Like I'm not going to sit here and roll through like all of my tire fantasies only to find out that they carry the front and not the rear and vice versa." Well, you have <laughs> like to I visit... want a matching set. Oh, you should. So, well, who knows. So I'm I'm looking for new rubber. Well, take a look. But, yeah. Try one of them. They have four to three different options from Michelin. Pilot Road, Pilot Powers, and then they have two different versions of each. Highly recommend. The roads. Yeah. I like those. I definitely want something grippy for my thousand mile haul up to San Francisco and back. Yeah. I'm sure Carson City, too. It's gotta be something. So. It's gotta be something. Um, have it you taken that? It will indeed be fun. Have you taken that bike on a long distance yet, though? Like, a couple few hundred miles in a day uh, kind of trip? Yeah. I think I did like a 200 mile day up yeah. to Ojai and around and back. Are you missing the comfort on your GS? Um, yeah, I mean, the seat was nice, but, um, you know, uh, I think, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. I, I don't think we did actually, or maybe we did. My, my crazy issue with wind mm -hmm. seemed to be related potentially to windscreen. Yeah. So no windscreen. Yep. No great pushing off the highway into the ocean because uh, one of the gnarliest spots on 101 is north of Santa Barbara. And as I was passing through, I could feel the wind hit my body, yeah. but the wind didn't move the bike off the road. So, yeah. Uh, and that was the XSR. So part of me thought, well, shoot, maybe. Oh, I lost you again. Different. Well, um, tech technologically, but like the weight display, you know, the weight, uh, distribution is not too different. Um, so yeah, I was just, you know, happened to think, I wonder if it's the windscreen, but that, you that know. too, but also you're a little bit, I think the, I mean, not that your seat is lower, but I think that with the Bonnie, you're just a little bit lower overall, right? You're not as up high. Yeah, so yeah, sure definitely that... lower center of gravity on the right. Bonnie, but I mean, even in comparison with the XSR to the BMW, which is like a closer comparison, in my opinion, than the Bonnie, um, I seem to notice that part about the windscreen. So it'll be interesting. Um, I'll tell you, I do miss the windscreen going highway speeds with the with the headwind, but, um, you know, we'll see. It's all, in, it's all in good fun. I like riding motorcycles. I'm not, you know hell-bent on any particular kind i can tell you the couple that i haven't really enjoyed <laughs> but uh yeah i just like to ride i like variety i like changing it up every couple of years so yeah we'll see we'll see what i turn out to 
go up to uh, San Francisco on. Might have to stay an extra day because I there are a lot of people who have been mm -hmm. <laughs> patiently waiting for me to return to the Bay Area after years and years and years of not going back up. Well, you haven't had a good reason to go back because I left, remember? Indeed. So what else is new? Any um, trips planned for you? No, my life is boring. I work nine to five. I don't even do motorcycles anymore. No, nothing. Just trip, just the sister's ride next month, which I am excited about because I haven't done a big group ride like that in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And even the last time I did one, there was only like 15 people. I mean, we're all scattered. I mean, there were, it was like 15 to 20 people overall. And I rode with like seven of them, maybe eight of them. Like, it wasn't like there was 40 of us all in a line. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. And um, this one should be interesting because there's going to be BMW chase cars. There's going to be ride leaders. There's going to be, um, you know, everything's fully laid out and planned. So you just have to get on your bike and follow along and ride with you know, your assigned people or whatever, because I don't think there's going to be like 100 people in a line all riding together. I'm sure it's going to be broken up, you know, in a safer manner. But um, it should be interesting, like definitely a different experience than what I'm used to in ter terms of trip planning. It's not the kind of ride I would go on all the time, um, like a big guided group ride like that. It's just I've never done anything like that. That's pretty well, much... I can tell you the part that would be most interesting to be a part of, um, which you don't need to be a part of the Sisters Ride in order to do this, granted, but um, going up the uh, Pikes Peak. Yeah, I wish I could make that part, too. 156 curves. That would be really nice. But sadly, I'm missing the best part. No, that's not the best part. Mm. The best part is the part that you're on. Yeah, but it doesn't have 150 curves on it. No. I just want to ride that mountain. It sounds yeah, really, really There are a couple of awesome. motorcycle publications that are participating in the uh, the Pikes Peak Hill Climb, International Hill Climb this year. Cycle News, actually, Rennie Skaysbrook with Cycle News is riding a KTM, and uh, I think Don Kinney is back on, on one of the Vicks. I guess I'll have to so. read about it. I will read about it. But now, and and um, as opposed to previous years, where it's just kind of fly by the seat of your pants, they have assembled a. I think it's a five-man team. Um, Pikes Peak International Hill Climb Association, I think, had assembled a five-man team of former riders and drivers to mentor the people training for this. So that that's kind of interesting. Help with safety and other questions. Mm. Yeah, I just wish I was there for that part of it. Just like I tried to kind of rearrange my schedule and see if I could make that maybe like shift it or something, but I just could not. I cannot get that. I just could not get that to work to swing that way. So yeah, the third to the seventh it is. So Fourth of July. That's where I'll be up in. Springfield, Massachusetts. So at least that part will be fun. So if you're going to be joining, I look forward to meeting you. Yeah, come on out. That's it. That's the only thing I got this year and then 
I don't know. I've got some extra time off and I'm going to hopefully he and I can go do something. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to go home. I don't know. Just don't really have like the year's almost o not over, but it's hard more than halfway. Right. I just don't know. know what else I can do. Well, if you're someone who has a particular country you'd like to travel abroad to and you have some vacation time, I would deeply consider uh, taking the opportunity before January 1st. Because depending upon which way the politics in this country go as of the first of the year, <laughs> you might want to do all your traveling now. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully nothing crazy too crazy changes that hopefully and that definitely don't have anything international planned maybe next year like what i really oh, wanted to there do are a couple of uh of bike releases yamaha came out with a oh. scrambler yeah oh that's right yeah i forgot about that i saw a little something about that it's based on the bolt engine but it does not look like the bolt it does not look like a uh cruiser at all but the bolt had a pretty solid engine i can say from experience because i've ridden a couple and uh yeah that looked like a cool bike so that was just a um kind of a soft launch if you will they don't actually they have not distributed motorcycles to people they have not had the official press launch event mm. oh in other news triumph is the number one European motorcycle brand in the United States. Oh. Number one European? European brand in North America for April. Really? So for is April. that by sales numbers? Here. That was for April of this year. It's got to be sales. It has to be. Let's see. Um, April saw the sales of Triumph motorcycles rise to a market-leading growth of 31% over the last year and puts Triumph as a top-selling brand, European brand, in the on-highway category through the first four months of 2016. So I think it was the Thruxton launch, the Street Twin, um, and I think that those two, yeah, the new the Bonnies, the new Bonnies, the Thruxton, Thruxton R, and the Street Twin, like, pushed it hmm. um, over. And then, um, and they're announcing, and they announced um, a new Tiger Explorer 1200, but it looks like the uh, classics. Oh, good for them. They don't like to return phone calls to media, so... <laughs> They're busy. They're busy Their selling sales things. sales is apparently just uh, going off of a couple of press launches and releases, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, they're busy selling bikes. so Probably just the Triumph market excited to have something new, because the last time an engine was changed was 2008 when fuel injected became... Time ago. Uh, the norm instead of carbureted and then prior to that it was carbureted since single digits <laughs> oh, i don't know but the sport line hasn't really changed much at all really they keep redoing the same bike every year and they haven't touched the speed triple engine or the street triple engine and there's rumors they're going to get rid of the daytona because mm. they're not they're probably not doing as well in the daytona but um, also that the, I mean, the trend, I guess, a long time ago used to be that motorcycle, supporting motorcycle racing led to an increase in sales. And I read somewhere that the, um, someone in Triumph, either the CEO or someone up at the top felt that no longer really is the case. And, um, the Daytona is, 
not needed. I honestly, I didn't even know they still made the Daytona. Yes. You never hear anything about it. Maybe because it hasn't changed. They don't return phone calls to media. Yeah. Well, and they haven't done anything different with it. Same with my bike. That too. There's nothing different. It's got some Daytona touch keys. Daytona doesn't have ABS on it, does it? The new ones Isn't that might. Where the speed triple jumps in? Uh, yeah, I think now um, stock the street and the speeds come with. Um, fully adjustable suspensions, and I think they also come ABS already. So th yeah, those are the, the only real things that have changed. Is okay now you get ABS, and okay now you get the suspension, but mm -hmm. the but the bike itself hasn't really changed. They just like the yeah, new, new farkles. Like that's why I really wasn't driven to buy a new one because there was no for me no real need to buy the newer one over the older one for. I don't know, any real performance differences or, or major sure. feature differences. I mean, yeah, I guess ABS would be nice to have for me. Oh, it's it not, would be nice for me to have, that's not a, for sure. not a deal breaker for me to have that. If it were, <laughs> then I probably would have, but it's not. It's clearly not, not a deal breaker for me, but it but it definitely is a, adds to the pucker factor when you haven't quite adjusted your, mm -hmm. uh, your mental and physical acuity to be able to emergency break yeah in the in the right way <laughs> yeah I just, that's the I... one thing about the bmw with abs is uh in in the heat of the moment situation yeah. your bike is not going to care how hard you pull on anything but yeah. uh i yeah, can they're... tell you the t100 uh definitely sent me a message the first week i had her <laughs> when i when i stepped on the brake and uh also the way that the i mean if you're you know you've built muscle memory over your motorcycle that you ride all the time so on the bmw the rear brake is lower than the foot peg so it's so if i'm you know i just have my foot on the on the foot peg i'm not touching or anywhere near the rear brake so then you know i lower my foot to however many inches or pressure well every time you change a bike that also changes. And when you don't mm -hmm. have ABS and you're going from an ABS to a non-ABS bike, the amount of pressure, obviously, that you apply to the rear is definitely um, something you should get familiar with when you first start riding it. Practice, Practice. a little bit. Because you don't want to find that out <laughs> in the wrong way. I see. I see, I only rode when one bike When you're riding around and then your like, rear tire comes out to say hi. <laughs> so maybe a little too much? Yeah, I, yeah I, I gave it a, it wasn't that drastic or dramatic, but I, I did give it a little too much rear and see. locked the real, locked the wheel. So the, that was exciting to learn moment. how to brake all over again. You've had ABS for too long. Pretty much, which is, you know, an, another reason why, though I praise ABS, <laughs> I will say that when you first learn to ride, I am totally not against someone owning a motorcycle that does not have ABS because when you're teaching yourself every single muscle memory reaction, you know, pulling in the clutch, pulling in the brake, how much pressure to do either, where the friction zone is, obviously that's going to change on every motorcycle, but you might as well give yourself the most bare bones motorcycle to learn on. More forgiving motorcycle. Go from there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Really because forgiving. Once you get the basics, then you can switch over to something that's more forgiving, like uh, like a ABS bike. 
but I, I totally think you should build your initial muscle memory on something that's a little less electronically farkled for safety. So it's not such a surprise when you spend your whole life on something ABS and then switch over to something not. But that's only yeah. my two cents. I would think too that if you, if that's all you know, then going to a bike that doesn't have it would be a pretty big hurdle. Mm-hmm. to overcome because you're used to having it and whereas the yeah, other I mean, way around like i don't have it so having yeah. it would be like oh amazing but i I'm haven't a, had it for a while having it. so being on mm-hmm. the i mean i've i've obviously the dirt bikes that i've ridden don't have abs yeah um and i and i've probably had some emergency braking situations on those and managed to skate just fine but uh mm-hmm. there's more mass behind the t100 so i need to uh get a little comfortable with that might lower the uh, rear brake pedal so it's a little lower than where it's currently at right now. If there you I go. can do that even. There you go. I'm sure. There's got to be a way to yeah. to tweak that. I'm sure. Well, JoJo has to wake up super early in the morning. I'm just so tired. You can tell this whole time I'm just like falling asleep. But <laughs> I didn't want to push it on another week and at least, you know, put our time in. Let me just lull you to sleep with the sound of well, my voice. Oh, and today is my long day. Like today was just Wednesdays. Philadelphia's Gear Boutique is open from 11 to 7. So much later. A later start, but also a later finish as well. Um, so just a little bit more tired than usual. And then, yes, CrossFit in the morning. So I don't know how I am forced myself to get up so early to do these things. But I, I really like it, so... Awesome. It must be must be working because my I, quads needed a break. I had to step back from CrossFit. <laughs> well, they change it every time. Like oh, my well, my I'm, last class. I'm learning, so we're doing a lot of squats, and it was like squats every two days. And like, yeah, my muscles are pretty ripped right now. I don't like ripped in the sense of like actually <laughs> torn. Like I just I couldn't do any more squats. Yeah. So I gotta get back to running on two legs for a little bit. Mm. Did you take, like, a beginner class, or? Mm-hmm. I did, to learn technique. Yes. And then they let you join. Well, that's how my gym was. It's like, you can't join the gym. You have to take this class. And then they mm-hmm. s- determine whether you can join the gym. You have, you have to, to like, prove you're worthy. You have to pass. But I do love it. It's really great. If you're in Philadelphia, it's called Fearless Athletics in South Philly. It's fantastic. Highly recommend. Awesome. So we'll try well, to get back to you in a couple weeks. Yeah, and uh, as always, thank you for joining us. Thank you for waiting it out a little bit. Yes. Um, we'll keep you posted on the Facebook page as to when the next episode will be. We'll be ready to roll. And, uh, yeah, you know, uh, feel free to jump on iTunes and leave us a review. Um, if you have any criticism, you can direct that to our website. Uh, we have a contact page that uh, you can send us emails, send us questions, send us comments, criticism, whatever you would like. We will be happy to discuss it on the next episode. Yeah, all well, feedback is welcome. Good and bad. Until then, we will talk to you later. <laughs>